At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The entire NBA out to get LeBron James. I mean, he literally just shoved Trey Murphy away. How is that a foul on Murphy? That's a joke. I guess that's how it's going to be. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. (laughs) Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Oh, oh, I'm Joe Cardosi joined by Jim Eichenhofer. I got lightheaded there, Jim. It's been a Oh, it's been a fun weekend for me. Uh, welcome to the Pelicans podcast. You, you startled me for a second there. Oh. I was wondering if there was, if something was uh, frightening that was approaching you or what was no, going on. But no, no. I was just remembering the good times. Just it was beautiful. Uh, just the Lakers lost. Just just watching all the mop haired twelve year olds in Lakers jerseys walk out of there, kind of sad with their LeBron things, and I get to laugh from a window as a forty year old man. <laughs> I was gonna say, and the adults in their LeBron jerseys that make that that was even better. Yeah, well, I love me. how the, there were a lot of adults who tried to pass their their kids' behavior by having a Pelicans jersey. I'm like, you bought it for a man. You're not. Yeah, really anybody. take responsibility for yeah. your actions. Yeah. No, I I agree. You know, by the way, too, we we talked about how there were people who said that you know 50 percent of the crowd was gonna be Lakers fans. No way. No. Not even close. But. There were way more than I thought there'd be. Really? I was really yeah. disappointed. Sit, you know, mm. sitting there, my, my unscientific uh, data that I get sitting there by the, the radio studio window as people come in, a lot more Lakers jerseys than I've seen in a long, mm. long time. And, uh, you know, my, my silent protest was just staring out the window, frowning at them and giving them a thumbs down. <laughs> so I hope that really bummed them out when they saw that. Definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I really what I'm hoping bummed them out was the loss because the Pels took that one 131-126. And, uh, you know, it was a great time for Jim to hit the streets again because, 
you know, there's nothing like a gym interview, and it's been a minute. Been a minute since we could get a gym interview. You don't want to bug the players after a loss, 10-game losing streak. Uh, not as friendly. Right, yeah, the the mood has to be right for the, the best gym exclusives that we yeah. can get. So I like the incense. Yes, it was it was great to be able to get back in the locker room and talk about a victory. Um, I don't think that they were super dejected or despondent during the losing streak, but of course when it gets to 10, you start yeah. to look around and you're like, okay, when is this thing going to end? Yeah. But uh but yeah, it was it was great to talk to Mr. Larry Nance after the uh, Lakers game, former team for him, so that yeah. adds a little spice to the equation, yeah, but salt bay on. I mean, he's great after every game in every situation. I mean, he might be, there's a lot of guys on this team that are great to talk to and awesome. And yeah, between him and CJ, that trade was just an orator's dream, <laughs> you know, when you got it those really two was. guys back. It really was. If, if I can't get this right, then it's all, it's all on me. I can't, right. I can't screw this up. These guys give you gold yeah. all the time. So yeah, it was, uh, it, it was fun talking to him. I mean, he does a great job of kind of summing up everything. He's also been around in the league long enough that he can look around the locker room and see, Okay, this guy needs to needs to have a good game to build up his confidence. I, I need to talk to this guy and and tell him like, hey man, you're only in your second year or your rookie year. You got to be patient. I mean, and CJ's the same way as far as just the leadership and the guidance that they provide those guys. But one of the things that we talked about with Larry after the Lakers win was just the caliber, the quality of the way that the Pelicans got that win against the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, it was stressful. For everyone in yeah, the building. It didn't feel good till it was over for me. Right. And I don't know if that's because I was emotionally invested. I don't know if it's because I'm I'm wrapped up in the radio call and mm-hmm. I'm I'm just emotional. But yeah, I couldn't relax until the end. And it felt like such an uphill climb the whole game, at least yeah. through the first three quarters, where every time the Pelicans made a little bit of a run, like say a 5-0 run, the Lakers would respond. Yep. I mean, part of it was neither team were get, was getting too many stops. So it was hard, it's hard to make a run when the other team is scoring a basket every every couple possessions at least, and sometimes more than that. So that, that hurt as well. But um, Larry talks about just the, the way that they had to scratch and claw and the way that they had to pull this game out. And uh, it, it kind of made it almost sweeter in a way that they, it wasn't like an easy win. It wasn't like they just walked out on the court yeah. and were like, oh, we got this. They really had to to keep battling and, and uh, at the end of the day, I think came up with one of the best wins of the season. Gym to gym interview? Gym interview. What did you think of just kind of the way that you guys got this win where they were, it seemed like they were up almost all of the first three quarters. You guys, it was like six, ten point lead. You guys kept making runs, but I mean, just you kind of seemed to have to just really scratch your claw to, to stay in the game and then pull it out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a gutsy win. It was a gutsy win. Obviously, that team's been playing really, really well. Um, you know, the talent is obviously top end, and, and of course, they came ready to play, but um you know, it's been a long time since we've seen 48 minutes of Pelicans basketball, and I, I don't know if you saw 48 minutes tonight, but it was pretty damn close, and uh, happy with that from the guys. Later for a team on a 10-game losing streak, how big was it the last five, was it 5.2 seconds in the third where CJ hit a runner, there was a steal, Jose hits that three, and then Trey hits those two big threes to start the fourth? Oh, it was massive. It was massive. Basketball's a game of runs, right? And, and you know, it, we, it felt like something was coming from our side, and, and um we got some tough shot makers. Obviously, CJ, you know, and Jose, that was a ballsy shot, too. You know, it was, I think mean, it was four seconds left, and we could have passed around and gotten something different. But, you know, heck of a shot by him. And obviously, like we just talked about, Murph is, Murph is a sniper. And anytime he gets a good look, even if he gets a 
not so great look, we want him to shoot it because that's our that's our that's our guy. You know, it was a gritty win, Jim. That that felt like the end of uh, Rocky 2. Can't say Rocky 1 because he loses in that one. Spoiler alert, it's been out for a long time. You should have seen it by now. Uh, but, uh, yes. you know, it, 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 was, uh, it was a gutsy win because for a while there it felt like, oh, no, the Pelicans just, they dug themselves another hole they're not going to be able to dig themselves out of. But then it turned, you know, and, and a big part of that, was watching Trey Murphy come alive and hit some of those deep threes. There might as well have been an orchestral swell when he hit those late deep threes. There might as well have been doves released. <laughs> I mean, the, the last time Trey Murphy heard wipe me down for a victory in the building, he didn't have facial hair. He, I see him growing <laughs> that little beard. It's cute. Uh, but man, Trey Murphy just absolutely looked great. Uh, you know, the Lakers tied the game at 120. Uh, back at at 420 left in the fourth, which is ironic because the Pels smoked them and they never, (laughs) ever let again. Uh, Man, Trey Murphy absolutely just going insane lately, and we needed those threes uh, because, you know, B.I. said he's noticed that we've been trading twos for threes. Yeah, we have two, and it's been uh, a killer, and, man, we needed them. Certainly did, and uh, I I thought the not only just Trey making threes in that Lakers game, but – kind of the the depth of where he was shooting from. I think sometimes that's a psychological negative towards the other team because they're kind of like, okay, we're, we're, we know we need to guard this guy, but w- wait, we're supposed to guard him out there? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And so when he made those two in a row, I thought that was a huge momentum I think you swing. mentioned that, that Willie Green was trying to wave him off on the second one, but he just did it. He just pulled it. He was like, not gold. Yeah. It's, 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 it's gold. And Trey claimed that he didn't hear Willie say that. So we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't know for sure. We'll, we'll have to investigate that and get to the bottom of that, maybe yeah. comb through some audio yeah, from the court side. with bad ears, you know. <laughs> Uh, but right. you know, no, I'm glad he, I'm glad he splashed him because that was an absolute nail in the coffin. And you know, it was awesome to see BI looking like the BI that we have missed since he came back January 25th, uh, scoring a season high 35, man. That was, uh, absolutely beautiful watching him cook Pat Beverly. I love that video of him messing with Pat, Pat <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I mean, besides the win, which I mean, was monumental in the scheme of things and, Hopefully it's a turning point to the season that we look back at and say, man, that game in February against the Lakers, they got back on track and the mm-hmm. season got back on track. But beyond just the W itself, it was it was beautiful to see B.I. play the way he did. I mean, we've been waiting. It hasn't been that many games since he's been back, but people have been waiting to see the the Brandon Ingram that we know made the All-Star game a couple of years ago and yeah. is, can be an elite player, was, was outstanding in the playoffs against Phoenix last season. So... Had 35 points, season high, most points that he scored since he had 37 in game two of the playoffs against the Suns. Yeah. So, I mean, him playing at that elite level was pretty incredible. By the way, too, uh, Pelicans PR pointed this out to me, that he's the fourth player in franchise history to score 35 points in a game without making a three-pointer. Wow. So that was a, that was an interesting feat as well. That's an interesting well. stat, yeah. It's, it's funny, too. He's, he's definitely been... Um, kind of slowly, gradually moving away from taking a ton of three-pointers, which I think is fine in his case because he's such a good mid-range guy and he's so good at getting to the basket. The mid-range, as Graf says. Right. So so um, if he doesn't feel comfortable taking three, four, six threes a game, why not just shoot a bunch of twos? He was 15 for 28 from the field in that game, which is a, a lot of buckets. Yeah. So um, 
so just just a just a great performance by him. And uh, I thought Jose, the play at the end of the third quarter might have been the the biggest of the game. Where that, that's where the momentum shifted. It felt right. like that's where it really felt like oh no oh we we were kind of alive here. You mm-hmm. know, like you could feel the the energy shift in the building. Yeah, they went from happened. they went from down eight to down three in like the blink of an eye. CJ had a floater, then Jose steals the inbounds pass and makes a three. And to for me personally, that was the moment where I was like, "All right, I think they're going to win this game." Yeah, because it, there were so many times earlier where it was just frustrating that it just seemed like they could not get over the hump. Yeah. And so finally, that that sequence happens, and then in the fourth quarter, they outplayed the Lakers. I think the Lakers also kind of ran out of gas too. They were tired. Um, Law of averages as well. It seemed like they were on fire shooting the ball earlier in the game, and then all of a sudden, those jumpers that were going down in the first half of the first three quarters, all of a sudden, were hitting the back rim or hitting the front rim, yep. and that was that was huge that the Pelicans held them, I think, to 20 in the fourth quarter. And, and you know what was great to see, too, is the Pelicans scoring 130. They did it twice now because uh, we're going to talk about that Kings game, but they scored 130 twice now, back-to-back games, and they couldn't score 100 points to save their lives for a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, just great to see that happen. It, First of all, it looks the reason I love the Brandon Ingram video of him messing with Pat Beverly. First of all, watching Pat Beverly get roasted always gold. <laughs> uh, but it just showed the Bi kind of had his swagger back. You know, mm-hmm. like he he his his style of leadership is sort of that uh, yeah. the the joy that Willie Green was talking about missing. A lot of that comes with Bi's attitude. You know, still uh, great to see the Lakers fans leaving sad. And then on to the Kings, man. Uh, I was worried about this one. This one didn't look good on paper. Even though the Kings were missing De'Aaron Fox, the Pelicans were missing Zion Williamson. Brandon Ingram sitting out uh, from the back-to-back. You're missing Dyson Daniels. Oh, by the way, you're missing Jonas Valanciunas, who went out in that Lakers game. Uh, It could have been dire, and the Pelicans absolutely stomped the Kings. They really did. And, And, I mean, when you add it all up, the entire starting front court is out for New Orleans with Zion, Ingram, and Jonas. So yeah. not sure how many teams in the NBA could say, hey, both of your starting forwards and your starting center are going to sit out and you're still going to score 130 points like you mentioned. Over but, a good team, by the way. The Kings right. are trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they are ahead of us in the playoff hunt for mm-hmm. a reason. When you talk about depth, I feel like this is where we've sort of forgotten about the depth because the role players have been having to play over their heads mm-hmm. and play starting minutes. But this is where it matters when they get to play their roles and – Pelicans just wore them out. And you know, Joe, you mentioned how the Pelicans went through a stretch where it was a struggle to get to 100 and 105 points. And then this weekend they get 130 in the two games against the Lakers and the Kings. You know, it'd be easy to say like, okay, well, it's because Ingram is rounding back into form, but he didn't even play Sunday. I don't, I, there's no way I can explain this, but maybe part of it is just being back home and maybe they finally got to get rested up a little bit and sleep in their own beds. I think it's because you are an oracle. (laughs) At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? 
but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Uh, you look, Gus and I, uh, Gus, Graf and I, we were in the studio just feeling dark when we saw the injury report come out and we saw B.I. was sitting out and, and Jim just floated in. Uh, the door opened by itself. It was crazy. And he was like, guys, it's going to be okay. I think we've got this one. It's, it's an automatic W. And then he floated away and we're like, what's that about? Anyway, turns out Jim was correct. Well, I will, I said this on post game radio as well last night. It's not like I guaranteed a win or said like, oh yeah, this is definitely a win. But the look in your eyes. I, I did. I did say that I thought Fox being out for Sacramento was going to be a huge swing for them. Correct. It was kind of an even to me game after you, you factor in that the Kings don't have him and the Pelicans don't have the multiple guys that they have. I mean, obviously, it's way more points in production that the New Orleans didn't have than Sacramento with just the one guy. But yeah. Fox is very instrumental. He's kind of the head of the snake for them. Apparently. He does he does a lot. But regardless of who Sacramento had on the court, though, um, I thought guys like Najee Marshall really set a great tone in the first quarter. Yeah. It seemed like he was really out for blood in the first few minutes of the game. He was doing everything. He had yeah. nine points, two rebounds, two assists in like the first five minutes. Yeah, he ended like up with he 17 everywhere. points, but when he got his points, right. it was just a mad rush. Mm-hmm. You knew Najee was on the court when he was on the court. And just the way they started the game, and him in particular, to me, set such a good tone of, yeah, we're playing a back-to-back. Yeah, we don't have our starting front court like I just referenced. But it doesn't matter. We're out. We're going to come out here and play really hard and really well. And it, it just seemed like they put the Kings on their heels from the very yeah. beginning. Yeah, and they never recovered. It, it was nice to see the Pelicans punch someone in the mouth in the first quarter instead of kind of getting in a hole and having to dig themselves out as we have for a while there. You know, you know who else had a great game? The MVP himself. Man, he had an efficient 22 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, just absolutely clutch with Jonas out in that game, uh, and you know what? He he got to get a he got to get the gym interview treatment as well. Yes, Lucky he, Billy. <laughs> well, that, I'm sure that was the highlight of his whole Sunday. Was he got yeah. he got to get a, a yeah the game, gym the game, exclusive, the game, but he got to talk to Jim. Yeah. yeah, he he was looking around post game. He's like, you know, he's he he basically told PR, you know, I'm not going to the podium unless right. Jim is there. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a very special and sweet moment for him. Um. But yeah, he it, it was fun. It's always fun talking to him. He was yeah, particularly he, hilarious last night. I don't know what he, the mood that he was in. He was just really happy. Yeah, and he's uh, always a pretty jolly dude, you know. But but he was especially jolly. He uh, he really was. Night. And in the in this clip, um, one of the things I noticed from just looking at the box score and watching the game was, so Sacramento doesn't have De'Aaron Fox. That means Demontis Sabonis, who's their all star. A lot of people said Fox should be an all star too, but Sabonis did make the team. You think in that situation he's going to have to go for 30, 35 points, which I think the Pelicans knew as well that he has to have a big game for them to carry their offense. Instead, he barely cracked double figures in scoring. He was only 5 for 10 from the field. Not only did they do a good job of limiting his points, but even his opportunities were really low. So that was a huge plus for the Pelicans. So 
I just was curious. It, it seemed like there were so many positive things that happened in the game, in the Sacramento game for New Orleans, that that story wasn't really that high on the list of yeah. things that you take oh, away. We needed that. We needed just a runaway win, right? Too. Like just a non nail biter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt so. Good. So, but I just wanted to ask him about that. And in this clip, he talks about how. He's and you can tell in the tone of his voice he was very excited. I think that someone <laughs> yeah. asked him about his defense because yes. you know a lot of people look at that as maybe not necessarily his big strength, maybe something that and he's even said before something that he needs to work on. But he he had a funny comment about his defense and he also talked said something about how I think in every two weeks when he sees the number that shows up in his check that he he kind of referenced maybe it should be a little higher because he seems to only be assigned to play when there's an all-star, when the, one of the best centers in the league is on the court. The yep. team is like, all right, Billy, now go in. Now that the best player in the league is is out there, it's on you now. So, yeah. but, Well, luckily we have a, a special man right here in the Pelicans podcast studio. Uh, he's been doing yeoman's work. But, uh, yeah, let's let's check out the sound uh, of the gym interview with Mr. Billy Hernan Gomez. Gym to gym interview, gym interview. So, uh, Sabonis is an all-star. Obviously, what, what did you think of the, the, the defense that you guys, the centers, played against him to limit him? Great defense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say, shout out to to uh, Larry. Obviously, I think I play a little bit minutes against uh, Sabonis, but I only play against all-star centers, you know. So. <laughs> That's not that's not a, that's not a, it's, going, it's getting over my paycheck, you know, playing against Sabonis, Embiid, Jokic, every time. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, I think we did a, a great job. Not just Larry and, and, and myself. I think the team, the, the coaches, give us a great plan. Um, we were aggressive with him. Don't let him make easy buckets. Uh, well, it bit, you know, he was frustrated. Um, so I think we did a great job on on Domas. You know. What do you think of Bia's Terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's why he's a basketball player and he can rap a little bit, but that's not his talent. That absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I love Billy's sound and I love Jim's sound. That was just a, a great, uh, just a sandwich of joy. Uh, you know what? I want to keep the party going, man. I, I used to look at the schedule ahead and it looked worrisome but even in the dark times i was like you know i'm not that scared of the lakers and kings who were having a face you know a few times and i think we could take the thud it just doesn't look as daunting especially now i feel like the worst times are over we're about to get healthy you look at the west and it's a uh, you know you, you you look at the warriors they're in rough shape with steph curry injured mm-hmm. and I don't know what the Mavericks are going to be. You know what I enjoy about the Mavericks and all of this drama with Kyrie? We get to roast our friend Nick Friedel again with the Nets. <laughs> Remember when he said it was all good and all zen and then, ah, yeah, 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 we get to roast him, but then we didn't get to talk to him. And then by the time we did get to talk to him, everything was good again. We need to book Nick Friedel. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have him on again. I, I do want to say that in addition to roasting him, I also want to congratulate him as many people across NBA media have over the last couple of days, because, you know, even though he and Kyrie, they were working on being best friends and being close yeah. buddies, it, it just never really seemed, seemed to come together. So I loved the drama though. So yeah, I, 
I think a lot of people have been saying, I'm sure he's been getting a million texts. Maybe we should send him one yeah. after the show saying, hey, man, congratulations. The drama has finally ended. Yeah. You, you're back to kind of. Take a retreat. <laughs> yeah, really. Go, go find some. <laughs> go to a beach a somewhere. Yeah, turn your phone off, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because that is uh, that is an interesting situation. When I saw it, it really didn't make sense to me. When I saw Kyrie and Luke on the same team, it was like, who who's going to be ball dominant on mm-hmm. that? Who's going to get it? The ball yeah. also uh, that just seems like a dangerous test of sort of a non culture there in the locker mm-hmm. room. I good luck, good luck. I'll be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen. Me I have no idea if it's going to implode, if it's going to be. A positive. The one thing from the perspective of all the other teams in the West that I think is positive from that trade is that Dallas lost maybe their most important role player in Dorian Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a really good defensive player, kind of a glue guy. It seemed like they went all in on we're not worried about stuff like that when they when they made this trade for Kyrie. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating to see what happens. you know how it is with a lot of times when you add a big player in the middle of the season. I mean, the Pelicans this happened with CJ last year where initially it was rough. It it, it might take them a few games to kind of figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that might be good for the rest of the West as well because yeah. it's it's you, bunched you can't, up. You don't really you have time lose, to figure it right, out. Right you can't now. lose four or five games in a row. Yeah. I mean, they're twenty eight and twenty six. They've got twenty eight games left. They go on a little stretch of a bad six, eight games and they could drop a bunch of spots in the standings. Yep. And then we uh, experienced that y'all. Yeah, we certainly uh, did. The good news is for the Pelicans is that it happened at a point in the season where they had plenty of time to turn it back around. Yep. And hopefully we're seeing that this weekend with what happened. And then the couple games that they have coming up here the, to finish out this homestand. Yeah. A couple games makes a huge difference right now in the West. We've mm-hmm. seen it and being able to stack a couple wins. It has changed the entire atmosphere. I feel like of the fan base, the whole attitude. I, I can actually open Twitter again. Uh, you know, and, and you look at the schedule ahead, Jim, you know, what, what are you thinking? How, how you feel the Pelicans are going to fare leading up into the all-star yeah. break here? I mean, these last two games on this homestand, the Hawks have been so up and down. They're 27 and 27, which mm-hmm. is almost exactly the same record as the Pelicans. Trey Young has missed some games lately, so um, not sure how, what his status is going to be um, tomorrow night, Tuesday for that game. And then Cleveland has played really well. Uh, 33 and 22. I feel yeah. like the Pelicans kind of owe both Atlanta and Cleveland yeah, from losing. Those were those those were both winnable games that the Pelicans played in Atlanta sure. and in Cleveland. Um, when I think back at that Atlanta game, which was all the way back in November, which feels like a really long time ago. Yes. Um, Dejounte Murray to me had one of the most damaging baskets by an opponent of the season. Pelicans were in position to win that game. He makes a a really tough jumper to send it to overtime, and then the Pelicans lost that game. The game in Cleveland in mid-January, they were up three at the end of the third quarter, the Pelicans, and then Cleveland outplayed them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. So it was another game where you thought, man, we have a chance to win this. Fortunately, there was a bunch of those during the losing streak where it was right there for the taking, and they just weren't able to finish it off. So, um, But the Cavs are a really challenging game. I mean, that's, yeah. that's going to be tough. They've got a lot of really good – Young players. But on paper, so were the Lakers and Kings, too. Right. I'm feeling a lot better. It's, it's, the schedule is exactly the same. It's just my mentality shift when I see the Hawks, the Cavs, who, like you said, we owe, the Thunder, the Lakers, ooh, the Knicks, the Magic, who we owe. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a bunch of teams where I'm like, 
meat, 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 meat. <laughs> now I'm just seeing meals instead of just like, ooh, I don't know. The warriors don't look as scary right now. There's just mm-hmm. there's a lot of room, it looks like, where the pelicans can sort of chip away uh, in the West. Right, and even though um, it was great, it was incredible to see the turnaround the last couple games on the weekend and to see things go back in the right direction. I mean, I'm also looking at the fact that there's only four games left between now in the all-star break, mm-hmm. th- these two home games, and then the road trip to OKC and the Lakers. So hopefully by the time, I mean, this team, like they might be able to go into the all-star break back on a, on a hot streak and that would be and awesome. Getting healthy. But either way, the, the week off that they're going to get for all-star, I think is going to help a lot. And so yeah. just get me through these, these next four games and then there'll be 23 games left in the regular season at the all-star break. And hopefully we'll be closer to a hundred percent. And then by then we'll be able to really make a push, but I'm optimistic now that, that maybe they can move up a couple more spots in the standings by the time we get to uh, February 15th, next Wednesday, when they close the first half of the season against the Lakers, maybe, I mean, they're in ninth right now. Maybe it'd be a, a reasonable goal to try to move up a couple spots, yeah. maybe six, five, six, seven, by the time yeah. we get there next week. I see, I see no reasons why not. I am so glad the Pelicans will snap the losing streak. The sky is brighter. The birds are chirping. Also, Graf was going to go on a hunger strike. And who knows what would have happened after that, uh, that Kings game. So he might've looked like the machinist by the time uh, we saw him again. So glad for Graf's health that we have uh, some wins and we are starting to stack them. We are the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Thank you so much for joining us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Jim. He is absolutely just, you know, breaking his back over here. This is his off day and he trudged here in the, let's say snow uh, to the Pelican studio to do this podcast. Thanks, Jim. You're a you're a savior as always. Hey, I I I do what I can. I mean, hey, after the losing streak, after winning two in a row, and after winning them, one of them being against the Lakers, <laughs> as I, I try to do my best Joe impression. Yes, I I had to be here, Joe. Let's be honest. I couldn't yes. miss this one. So. I, I would have missed. It would have been just not right for you not to be here. Uh, so so glad you were here, man. And thank you for checking us out. Spread the word. We're everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere, baby. Hey, we're on Twitter at Podcast Pelicans, at Jim Eichenhofer, at JCar504. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. Jim, did, did you notice my beard's gone? I, I shaved my beard after the uh, yes, after I the did it. streak. It, yeah, it, it, very. Uh... It's freaking people out. Yeah, did, have, you, have you had people that didn't recognize you today? Yeah, well, most of them didn't realize I have three mouths under here to laugh at the Lakers with. So until <laughs> we talk to you again. <laughs> Go, Barrel! Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast, presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Game clock at 10, no fouls. Deflection, Hayes. Steal Temple on a cross-court pass. What a fitting way to end this one. Everybody on their feet. There's your horn. And for the second night in a row, the Pelicans taste the sweet fruits of victory. And the 10-game losing streak is being put in the rearview mirror quickly. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.